is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's a show that brings you all good things football. A pot of two halves. With the three wise men of football. Tom Woods, Michael Carden Edwards, and the bitter toffee himself, Lee Collard. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Pod of Two Arse, the footballing podcast that brings you all good things football related. And of course, brought to you from our partners at the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to the weekend, ladies and gentlemen, as we bring you episode 145. And today we look at some of the fixtures that will be recurring across the weekend, as well as an alleged expert opinion on what should be something to do about your fantasy football teams. As ever, I am joined by the illustrious men that are Mr. Tom Woods and Mr. Mikey Carden Edwards. And boys, I don't even need to ask how you're doing because I know. You're excited. Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve for us, boys. Because we're, we're all coming together <laughs> for the first time in a long time. I say that. I'm going to go to you first, Mikey, again, because you, you, you don't know, you, you're giving me some nervous vibes pre-pod. Because you've got your nervous vibes about meeting somehow, which I don't get. Please maybe oh, just, share you know, your thoughts with the listeners as well as me and Mikey. It's uh, essentially Mikey, the first time I've... It's the first time I'm basically going out of the house to do anything for the last year. But you are a human being. You do have the ability to socialise with your yeah, friends. I'm aware, I'm aware of that, but obviously I'm just doing a lot of things, you know. It's just like, it's not like, I'm not like worried or, or, or what if, you know, I'm just like, I'm a little bit angsty about having to do something essentially. You know, let's just, you know, it's just a lot of stuff to do, isn't it? I've got a lot of stuff to sort out. I'm annoyed about this fucking COVID situation. I'm doing my head in. <laughs> Well, it's only been around for a little while now, mate. I'm sure we got well, used to... Well, I hadn't to... had to travel in it before, have I? You did, mate. You travelled well, to Spain. I did. I, I, yeah, but it was different then. I didn't have to take any tests or do anything annoying. All I had to do was I got to Spain and filled out a form. Mate, and when you come to the UK, mate, you ain't got to do that. Just turn up, rock off, rock off that plane, mate, and they'll let you be. No, they won't. I've got to do all <laughs> kinds of shit. It's annoying. 
Ah, okay, okay. You're killing my weekend vibes here, Mikey. Killing my weekend vibes. Which, hey, my weekend vibes are he's fucking got, He's gone anyway, up a day early, up. man. He, he's, he's, he, he'll get it all sorted. He's fine. Like, uh, yeah, you'll be fine. Just look, think of seeing our beautiful faces in the flesh, hugging. Hey, we're going to hug each other. Hey? I'm not hugging any of you guys. What? Yeah, I'm, I'm licking your face, mate. I'm, I'm literally, the first thing I'm doing <laughs> is licking your face and saying, welcome. Well, I'll introduce you to my brand new face visor. How are you doing? <laughs> I've got my... Uh, Mikey running around Edinburgh on this scavenger hunt with a fucking face visor would be peak. It's not Squid Games, mate, okay? This is, you know, this is a stag. Yeah, get get involved, Mikey. Uh, Speaking of which, I I, I am telling you, I'm not coming to make the numbers on this scavenger hunt, boys. We ain't coming to take part. We're here to take over. I ain't having no Wittemlot fucking humble us. Humble us. I am not losing. I ain't losing. Right. I, ain't I, losing. I can't share your uh, your enthusiasm. I am literally, the, I am a tag along and I'm looking at you boys. Why can, right. I know we're doing a football podcast. I don't care. Why are you so shit at all these things, Lee? <laughs> Fucking escape rooms you're not interested in. A scavenger hunt. Why do you not like these things? Once I lose- you're the most competitive person I've ever met in my life. Surely if there's something where you can win at, you should do it. You're a logical thinker. How, you're a smart guy. How many times have I said that I'm competitive when I like doing it? If I'm, if I'm half decent at it, then I'll be competitive. If I've had a couple of goes at it and I'm shit, i.e. escape rooms, then that's it. I'm done. I don't that's know. Because you didn't understand what you had to do. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but uh, anyway, we we are excited because we do have a uh, a stag coming up, and to be fair, I'm super excited because I get to see. I'm looking forward to seeing how how tall everyone is and how 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 big how how much everyone's grown <laughs> over the last year. Grown. My belly's grown, maybe I haven't grown in height, so I can assure you of that. How <laughs> oh, everyone's grown, God, yeah, Jack Jackson, uh, Jackson's grown. I haven't seen Jamie in a long time, like a long time. I wonder what Jamie's like these days. To be fair, yeah, me and Woods, we've seen, we saw each other in the summer, didn't yeah, we? We had a did. little lick of each other's faces over a barbecue. We did, we did. Uh, it was a good barbecue with Jackson as well. Um, it was. But um, anyway, we're not here to talk yeah, about stags. No, we, are, we are digressing. We are because we are here to talk about football, and whilst we are on a stag, we actually are going to be mixing up with some football, aren't we? We are. Because I mean, there's a pretty big game which you said, Mike Woods, that you're going to cover off United Liverpool. I'm sure Mike is looking forward to seeing our faces for the first time, and then straight away have been chucked into United's biggest game of the season. You know, it's against Liverpool. Man uh, Man United are at home. Yes. Good gosh. 4.30 on a Sunday, so by that point, on a Sunday. we've had a few points. Do you reckon the United fans are going to try and basically delay this game by breaking in again? Like, oh, we're, we're really bad right now. We could do with not playing this football match this weekend. So how about we just basically break in and delay it? I bet there's extra security there for this one. To not allow it. That was, um, yeah, that was that was last season. And I guess yeah. it was still pandemic football yeah, as well. Yeah, but i say so that, was, that was, was no pandemic. People there, right? Yeah, they'll, they'll struggle to get in though because there actually be actual security there. Um, yeah, look, it's a massive football match, isn't it? Really. Um, let's let's would... be around the bush. There's someone's neck is on the line. Yes, that that does feel like there's a noose that's slowly tightening. As Mikey referenced, uh, the impending doom that is either Conte or Zidane hovering, just waiting. Do you reckon there's going to be a grim re- reaper in the crowd? Like they had that. No, because the 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 fans that, that go to the games love him. They, yeah. they don't want to. They they don't want to come across as turning on Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Oh, no, but they were happy. Right. They were happy got, to do it with the other managers prior to him. Uh, but it's not. It's Solskjaer. 
It yeah. means more. He's, he's a legend, because he swung a leg. Or... I mean, that the... leg, that fucking leg, mate, haunts you to this day. Yeah, he also kept David Beckham out of the team when I was a kid. I hate him. When I, was, <laughs> I didn't hate Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, let's be clear about it. But I, my dad loved Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. I, I, I was never enamoured with him as a kid, which is another reason why like, I keep reading all these things like, oh, he's my favourite player growing up. If your favourite player growing up was Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, you have fucking issues, mate. Right? What? You, you grew up in an era of absolute heroes and legends and best paragons of virtue. And if your favourite player was Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, Mate, you were a weird kid. Yeah, you're sitting there, no friends. You're sitting there, back of the class, picking your nose and eating it. Yeah, but if, weirdo. What if you like got really, really like super curly hair, and no other kids in the playground have super curly hair? Then you watch TV and you see Ollie, the baby face assassin, with the his curly hair. The only way I'm accepting, if a kid growing up in the '90s favorite player was Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, is if he was Norwegian. Yeah, that's it. That's the only way I'm accepting it because no player's favorite, no no person's favorite player was Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. I'm not having it because it doesn't exist. Anyway. Even though I've read it countless times. Um, yeah, obviously massive game for for Ollie's, uh Manchester United tenure uh, and him continuing in that role, but also an important game for Liverpool as well. It always is going to Old Trafford, but with. Um, Chelsea play Norwich at the weekend. Um, we're not going to touch on that game. I'm not going to touch on it now, but you'd expect Chelsea at home against Norwich pick up three points. Um, Brighton host City. Now, that's going to be an interesting fixture. It's a tricky little fixture for City to go to, but you maybe suggest that City, because I think Brighton's form sort of gone a bit patchy again because they can't score goals. Uh, who knew? Um, if both those teams win going into Sunday... Um, it's all about keeping pace. And now obviously Liverpool look like the form team of the division at the moment. Mo Salah is playing on a different level. And I think Mo Salah had some exceptional moments against Liv- um, Manchester United last season at Old Trafford, right? I think that that was the one with Dean Henderson in goal where he's just sort of standing in no man's land. It's it's, it's going to be interesting. But equally, these are the fucking football matches that Oli Solskjaer somehow won. You know, they're, they're these sort of weird fixtures that play into his hands a bit. Maybe it's because it plays into the players' hands a bit as well that uh, tactics somewhat go out the window a little bit because a little bit of siege is you know you expect Liverpool to retain possession a lot so you can kind of sit a little bit deeper and then play to some player strengths such as Rashford such as Sancho to kind of be able to run into a bit of open space Pogba can play those passes in oh and Cristiano Ronaldo is finding himself in a bit more space defensively on a counter attack as well so these are the sort of football matches that. Um, a cliche form but goes out the window but there has been that under Solskjaer that to an extent they have gone out the window he's 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 got a weird record against some of these teams I'm saying this now I, I'm, I'm sure Mike is going to tell me that he's got a dreadful record against Klopp and this is all against Pep that he just beats up on Pep all the time but nonetheless it's still an interesting football match because it always bloody is because it is the biggest football match in, in, in basically world football I think probably some people would argue the Classico but I'm pretty sure because the Asian market all glues into this uh, football match every year. It's the biggest football match in the world. Um, and all eyes will be on it. And um, I'm pretty yeah. sure the record for Klopp is one win for Ollie, one win for Klopp and three draws. There I you go. That's so that's, that's not particularly excellent for, for Klopp against uh, a PE teacher, right? Um, so <laughs> it'll be interesting. It's, I, 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 United could definitely win this football match, right? Despite how bad their form's been and all of the doubt. It always seems that 
whenever it's trending Ollie out, something happens and it's like the Ollie out inners can turn around and go, look, see, we told you so. Uh, this might be the time where that doesn't happen, though. It, it, Liverpool are battering teams at the moment and this could be a proper shoo-in at Old Trafford with Mo Salah running around with his shirt off with his <laughs> wonderful chiselled physique upsetting Cristiano because Cristiano can't take his shirt off and show his chiselled physique. Doesn't Salah yeah. have like a particular extra muscle? They say that, about that Ronaldo this, that, doesn't that Liverpool fans pointed out because it shows like how dedicated to his... Who is his crafty? Is his physique? Look at look at these muscles. They're they're they're, they're bulging and everything. It's like well, but, but there is no doubt that he is pretty much the informed player in the world at the moment. Yeah, he is. He's the best footballer in world football. Simple Unless as that. like they get around the beat around the bushes, Man United's defence looks pretty fucking shoddy at the moment. So uh, it'll be Shaw playing up against him. Um, Shaw's had uh, an England international coming off the summer. Uh, Start of the season, they've all struggled basically. He needs to find some form. Um, Maguire amazingly played at the weekend, he shouldn't have because he definitely looked like a player that shouldn't have been playing football. Uh, I can only assume that he will be playing regardless. Um, no Champions League round though, that, that's a big issue. But I mean, Wan Bissaka will be able to do kind of what he does best, which is locking down. Mane, I think when you ask him to do more than that, that's when he starts to struggle. So, you know, Liverpool are going to retain a lot of possession. And I think that asking Wan-Bissaka to do simple one-on-one defending, I think he's okay at. I'm did trying he, to convince he myself that. Ex- he got a little bit exposed against Leicester though, didn't he? He did, but United were playing in... I mean, Mikey Toke spoke about it earlier in the week, about this insane formation that Oli decided to try against Leicester and it was two passes and threw on goal. I think that a lot no, of No, time... no, no, no. It's not just... That's how we play. Okay, so it wasn't a mad formation. I thought 4-2-4 you... is our Is that the formation tactic. you guys are playing? Is, is that because Bruno basically plays up front? Bruno plays up front and we have um, the two wingers basically play next to him. Essentially, it's a four-two-four. He can't. The, the, the he fun can't thing is, play is this against Liverpool, right? That's not the fun thing. Happen. Is right is that in this is what David Moyes used to do, right? When we needed a goal, just throw on all of them. Roy Hodgson did it, hey, right? All of them, all of all them, of them. <laughs> all of them. You know, Man United. When you watch us play, you have Maguire and Varane pretty high up. You have Shaw playing basically left wing. Wan-Bissaka, for reasons unbeknownst to me, playing right wing. Mason Greenwood, Ronaldo, Bruno and Rashford all playing or whoever's, you know, they'll be playing in the middle and then whoever the two in the middle are just basically the entire football pitch to try and cover. That's how we play because they haven't got a fucking idea what they're doing when it comes to tactics. And the only way that we, the only way we get results is if we set up to counter. We're, 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 again, I don't want to quote that Mark Goldbridge prick, but Moments FC is what that is what people on that channel call us. We are Moments FC is what we are. We 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 are all about moments. We're not about anything else other than the individual bit of brilliance. I said this before a few weeks ago. Burnley sit back and soak up pressure. Brighton, not Brighton, but not Brighton. Um, you know, shit promoter teams come up to the league, sit back, soak up pressure, and try and get a goal on the counter. That's all we do. That's our. That's that's the only tactic we do that can actually work. You can put Everton in that league as well. But for, but it's, 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 maybe that's the tactic. That's the tactic that you can play against these teams, where you know that that 
will draw the teams on like Liverpool to retain should positions. I, should I not hope and yearn for more? No, absolutely. Because Alex Ferguson used to do the exact same thing in those big games. And it was very rare that we'd go you know, and play a team that is comparable in... Uh, you know, quality to us when 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 he was Manchester United manager. Often we would go to four five one, and that's where you'd see the likes of your G Sung Parks and, and 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 those types of players coming in to do a job. I lived all my life playing football like that against big teams. I just want to. I just want to for once in my fucking lives just go and actually go and play a team that's good, that's better or as good as us, and just go and play them off the park playing good football. Too much to ask? Apparently so. Okay. I, I mean, I wouldn't ask Ollie to try that Sunday. I would. Manchester United, nil. Liverpool, six. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess you're, you're hoping for a bullet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I know now I'm going to, oh, by the way, are oh, you not a real Man United fan? You would be wishing for that. But obviously, I want us to win because I fucking hate Liverpool. If we happen to lose and get humiliated... Oh no! You See, know. we're going to be watching this football match together because that is actually part of the events for for the weekend, um, which is going to be Jamie fascinating. Best not be I, listening to the show. I, I, yeah, he doesn't listen to the show, right? Uh, I haven't watched a game with Mikey for a long time. I haven't watched Mike a game with Manchester United playing with Mikey for a long time. But I know at the best of times that Mikey is a stressed viewer. I, I, <laughs> well, I, not as much as Mr. Lee over there. He's the he's the he's the guy you don't want to be watching football matches with. I I feel it's going to be quite an deflecting, interesting watch. Deflecting. <laughs> I, 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 I I'm an anxious one. I'm I'm standing up. I'm pacing. That's kind of what I do. But I know that Mikey will. Um, there'll be choice words during that. One the of the issues I have is that we're going to be watching this with other people. Yeah. I don't like watching my team play with other people around me. <laughs> yeah. I can't handle it because I have I, to listen to stupid opinions. I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's going to happen. Uh, it's going to be fascinating. Uh, hey, mate. I think the worst thing could be, mate, you could be with Lee, Liverpool fans. Lee, what we could do, because we are not got really any vested interest, but we could try and get some content. Just, just kind of just record some of this stuff as it's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I hear you. Yes. <laughs> we'll definitely be doing that. Um, no, we won't. Of course, Mikey will. I don't, I don't know. No. Maybe, maybe we record it and put it on our Twitter page, and then that'd be quite good. Boost our Twitter viewers. Hey, look, we'll be a few weeks, right? We could, it will be the first time that we'd load something on our YouTube page. Mikey basically talking about United at full time. Yeah. You want a prediction? I'll give you a prediction. United one nil. Ronaldo. Cementing his hero status. If we status. win this game, if we win this game via a single Ronaldo goal, I, I will. I don't know what I'll do, but I'll do whatever the fucking hell you want me to do on this day, okay? <laughs> this, is, this is this this is this is this is on record, right? That I can see, I, I just see like it's frustrating, 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 frustrating. Counter attack penalty. Oh, fucking Bruno's on penalties. Get Bruno off penalties. Ronaldo needs to take... I at this, Look, mate, Bruno's not taking a penalty against Liverpool. Ronaldo's going to basically big dig <laughs> this, mate. That, he is not touching that football. Okay. Even if it means that Ronaldo has to tell Oli to sub Bruno off. Off. I'm taking this now. Okay, let me come in then, because uh, obviously I've got second pick. Um, 
So I've gone for the less glamorous Everton game against Watford. Um, let me just make a note of this timing so then I can put it in for the break so then it's helpful for young Mikey there. Thank you very much. Yes, I've gone for it. <laughs> Three o'clock kickoff. No, because Mikey is already like quite an angry man. I missed the breaks for the last pod. I need to make a note of them so he doesn't get angry. Peering behind the curtain as to how the how is the sausage made? <laughs> uh, I don't even. You're know. painting me out as some kind of ogre backstage. You know, like He's a rage monster. Like... He's just. <laughs> you do seem like quite an angry young man lately, mate. Well, like, like maybe just you know, these last couple of pods. So you know, I'm just I'm just I'm a little bit wary, mate. That's all. Mate, the last all I'm all, the, the, right. Man United have been driving me mad. Manchester United fans have been driving me mad. Um, work's been very busy and my dog is at a stage of his life where he is a fucking bellend, right? Like, like the terrible teens, yeah. Well, oh, mate, he's, an, he's a fucking nightmare, this kid. Honestly, he's, he's, he's getting on my... And, and other owners, man. I don't, I don't want to just commandeer and talk about other dog owners, man. Fuck me, absolute pricks. Just absolute fucking pricks is what they are. Yeah. Tell us about that after the pod. I'll be interested. Yeah, we'll to just very quickly though, whilst we are talking about Wilson, has he had any masks lately in the last week? Yes, this is one of the reasons uh, why okay. I'm so annoyed. Well, well, I can I can understand the issue. However, we're not here to talk about dogs eating masks, are we? We're talking Everton Watford and that exciting, glamorous fixture that I'm sure you boys are very intrigued to listen about, as well as the uh, listeners. Look, I sat through Everton West Ham at the weekend. And I think it's probably, I mean, I actually went and watched Everton live against QPR, but I feel like it's the first time I've actually seen Everton play properly because I missed the, the Man United game, which was the only other game I think we've been on TV. Mate, we are, we are not looking good. We are not easy on the eye, mate. You talk about, like, you know, uh, teams that just sit back and look to counter-attack. Try doing that, but with Solomon Rondon and, like, a Wobie. Okay, when you're doing it, you're doing it with the likes of Ronaldo, Bruno, um, Bruno Sanchez, uh, Bruno, Bruno Fernandez, and, and 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 Sancho, and you name it. You know all those players. At least, at least something could happen. As you say, you play moments. You have players that you know play on, you know little little moments here and then. Instinct, instinct, mate. We don't have that, so it really isn't easy on the eye. Um, so yeah, uh, that, that that is kind of what I, I've got. I, I had to endure on Sunday and. Um, granted we've got Watford this weekend so this is where I'm hoping there is a bounce back because Watford obviously took a drubbing off Liverpool um, and they've obviously got Mr Claudio Ranieri coming in as manager um, but no just very quickly from an Evans perspective we just yeah we, we're very much give the ball to Damari Gray or uh, Andros Townsend you know and, and pray that they can use their speed to transition us up the pitch because Basically, if we can't get the ball to them, then we are literally clueless. Like, at least when we was under Ancelotti, we were passing the ball around side to side. But then there's an element of retaining possession whilst also not looking dangerous. But at the same time, if you if you're not looking dangerous and you don't have the ball and you're making West Ham look bloody like Real Madrid, don't get me wrong. I don't want to take too much away from West Ham. They were good on the day. They were very well organised. But boy, we just look awful. Um, and I know we're missing a couple of players, but. I feel like when you're at home, you should be given more a better account of what we did. And we've got another home game this weekend. And like I said, we're playing Watford. So I think it's a good game that we should be bouncing back from. Um, just a little bit on Watford. Uh, I feel like, I don't know if we've spoken about them before since Ranieri's coming as manager, but 
I, f- I fucking hate Watford and, and their, their owners. I, I really do. It really pisses me off, like, the amount of managers that they go through. Uh, and I, I don't understand their, their, their thought process. Like, their, their thinking now is, well, we'll get Ranieri in and, and we're almost kind of, we're, you know, going to stay up or, you know, they weren't even really fighting relegation. I'll say fighting relegation. They were on seven points out of seven games. So it's Watford. That I feel like you know it was a decent, solid start for Watford. You know you can't expect more. But I feel like these owners, they they, I don't I don't know what what their ambitions are. Obviously, every club wants to succeed or be better than than maybe what they were in fifteenth place. But I don't feel like the manager is doing anything particularly wrong. And it must be so, I don't know, disorientating for the for the players to go from one manager to another and constant different ideas, different tactics. It, yeah, go on, Mikey. Does, does the backroom staff get changed when the manager's Of course going? it does. That has well, to. I'd say, of course it does, but not often, not all the time it doesn't. There'll be an element of at least like two or three different coaches coming in now, won't it? Because, you know, Ranieri probably isn't going to want... Was it, was it... I can't remember his name. Zico, whatever his name was. Can, we, can someone help me out with his name? Not a clue, mate. M- Munez? Is that... Is that uh, yeah. I, I yeah. struck Watford from my memory banks yeah, when I, I saw I, the I, home kit. I, I imagine that... When Ranieri comes in, he's told that the majority of his backroom staff will remain unchanged. That would have been my guess for a club like Watford that are like perennially changing their coach on a whim. I Don't get me wrong but, as well. Watford obviously and the family, this, this family of Pozos that are you know owners. Look, look, that's it, what it, they do. They sort of rotate the Italy, managers. It's Italy. It's what they did. They literally what the nineties in Serie A was. Basically, they just uh, sack a manager one week. We'll get another guy. But by the, by the time the season ends, they'll have basically the first guy back in because he's basically been on gardening leave for the last three months. It, it, genuinely, this ha- this has happened. It's, mm. it's such a it's such an Italian mentality when it comes to this, and it's a very old school retro kind of one as well. Um, Maybe because we're we're English, we're not, we're just not used to it. But it's not something. Oh, give him time. Yeah, and you end up with fucking all the guns <laughs> They're they're basically the opposite, aren't they, of Man United owners? They're so brutal. It bloody hurts. Um, but if I was a Watford fan, I'd be like, I'll be, I'll be kind of almost sick of it. Like just the constant, you know. Yeah. Regurg- Do you know what I'm sick of, Lee? Go on. Would you like to know what I'm sick of? Go on. I am sick of Watford. <laughs> I am sick of Norwich. I am sick of West Brom. I am sick of all these fucking clubs over the years that go up, they go down. Your Fulham's, for example, up, down, up, down, up, down. I'm done with it. Just fuck off. If you're not good enough to stay in the Premier League, just go away. They should, if you, get, you should get two goes, and if you don't stay up on your second go, uh, sorry, League 2 for you. League 2? <laughs> league 2 for you? I'm tired of it. Well, it's, it's, no, it's a bit wash and repeat, I, it's, it's, it? detri- yeah. it's detrimental to the league. Um, Watford and Norwich are detrimental to the league. Genuinely. Um, just I, relying on parachute payments to, kind I, of, I, I would, to keep going. I would it's cut not them to eight, the league to 18 teams. Hmm. I know that was an unpopular thing that was mentioned, and uh, I think by... God, who's the fat geezer that used to play for Tottenham? Uh, Gary Mabbitt. No, no. Andy who, who, Sinton. No, you, more recent. Hossam Gali. The one that played for Billericay Town. Um, Jamie O'Hara. There you go. He said it on TalkSport and he got hounded for it. And, but I, I agree, like the quality, that, what do they add? What are these guys adding? Hmm. And this the is the thing. Home shirt. That Watford home shirt. <laughs> awful. This, this oh. is this was my other point I wanted to make, and I something I should stress because I, I have to hold my hands up and apologise because at the beginning of the season, Mike's very always quick to get the shirts. This is what shirts the the, the teams are wearing this year, uh, and I 
I was like, I don't actually mind the Watford one. It's quite quite funky. Now I've watched it several on several outings, you know, over the last few weeks. No, it's just very championship esque. That's where it belongs. Oh, just... Um, and just very quickly with uh, Ranieri, like I kind of can't. Yeah, I just feel like he's kind of repeating the same stuff that I've now seen since like the Leicester days, where obviously he had a bit of joy. And a miracle. Let's not get around it. You know, like they 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 won the league, Leicester, and he's now going back to that. Oh, you know, I'm gonna they keep a clean sheet. Oh, oh, I'll take him out for a meal. And I think he tries to do that at Fulham as well. And it's like, come on, Claudio, you need you need something a little bit extra, you know, now now to to your game. And I feel like he's kind of. I know he got so fucking lucky at Leicester that Angolo Kante, yeah. Mares, and Vardy all happened to be there. Hmm. Uh, like, well, he got found out at Fulham, didn't he? Because Fulham didn't do, didn't go well, he anywhere. Got found out five minutes into the following season. <laughs> like, honestly, Ranieri, like wherever he's been in the last twenty years, has been a car wreck. Other than that one year at Leicester, which is why they were five thousand to one because it's fucking Ranieri. Like, I don't understand how what it's because Watford's owners are bonkers. They're like, who shall we get? Who's available? Claudio Ranieri, obviously. What the fuck? Like, if I was trying to find a manager to keep me in the league, Ranieri would not be anywhere near the top of the list. Who are you going for, then? Big Sam, mate. For Fireman Sam. <laughs> I, knew <it. laughs> I knew you'd say Big Sam. Mate, I, I was so tempted it. in our last show when you were talking about, you know, your analogy of uh, fires. And I was like, could go and get a firefighter and Big Sam, but you were... Well, Fireman it's... Sam? <laughs> Fireman oh, Sam at, there you at go. Man United. But yeah, anyway, so prediction for, for my game would be... Mm, I have to say an Everton win, of course, but uh, I feel like we'll make a meal out of it. So I'm going to say 2-1. But uh, I would not be surprised if if I'm very miserable, not only because I'm doing a scavenger hunt in case Jamie's listening, which hopefully he didn't hear, but also the he fact that listen to this. Everton have just pod. lost to Watford as well. So yes, there we go. Mikey, you, you've switched games pre in in between pods because don't why do you keep letting people see behind the curtain what's going on here well something to do this sausage which I didn't quite get the analogy uh, I had a busy but I like day it. I just I randomly chose Brighton Man City but you hate Brighton no Brian who are Brian playing Brighton are playing City, City yeah. but you've now we've now switched that up because we highlighted a slightly more intriguing game in terms of West Ham Spurs might yes, pique your exactly. interest a little bit more West Ham United versus Spurs. I can tell you the following things about the pair of these teams. Tom Hurt Spurs playing a white shirt, a very plain white shirt this season, which is actually quite nice. But, you know, some may say oh, it's just a T-shirt with the Tottenham logo on. Actually, I think it's a classy touch. Uh, West, they're, they're currently in position five in the league on, on 15 points. Um Played eight, won five, drawn zero, but lost three. Oh, goal difference of minus three. West Ham United are in position seven uh, at the moment. Uh, 14 points, so one point behind Spurs. Um, Manchester United are in the middle of the pair of them. Yeah, We're in a Spurs and West Ham sandwich, and it's disgraceful. Horrible sandwich. Who wants to eat that? Um, but a much more positive goal difference of, of, of plus five. Uh, whoever wins this game could conceivably get into top four, um, which is a, which is a nice little prize to get into. Who doesn't want to be in top four, even at this early stage of the season? Both teams have both, um, if you go and look at the last few games, they've, well, West Ham have won four of the last five, and uh, Tottenham have won three of the last five, obviously beating... <laughs> 
<laughs> Obviously beating Newcastle 3-2 very recently with West Ham beating Everton 1-0, which is what the game that you were talking about there, Mr. Collard. Um, look, it's going to be a, an interesting game. I think there's going to be goals for what it's worth. Um, like I said, whilst I'm kind of taking the piss a bit, the, 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 they are both... The, Spurs haven't started the season well, but they have started the season well, if you see what I mean. Mm. They've got decent performance, decent results, dreadful performances. I thought they were maybe a touch better against Newcastle, but... It's Newcastle. Newcastle. Exactly, it's Newcastle. Um, I still, I am not convinced by Spurs in any way, shape or form. I look at that team and I just, it screams, just, <laughs> there's no rhythm to anything they're doing at the moment um it was quite funny hearing the spurs the the the, 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 the away fans singing that he's one of our own again harry kane well, uh, we're over it yeah they're we're over, over it, it. So it's, oh, it's all good yeah it's no. all good um but no like I, any I, nice words for west ham well i'm gonna give some nice words at west ham i always give nice words about west ham um well, no i don't um well look, west ham have had a good start to the season um they had a good season last season david moyes as much as I don't like to admit it, is, is doing a good job, Lua. Um I'd like to get James Vatter back on the show. Remember Jimmy V? Oh, Jimmy. I would like Jimmy V because you can remember when he did come on the show that he said he'd be disappointed. He wouldn't want Europa League football, but it doesn't seem to be hindering them so far. But like no, these they, two they, teams are playing European football on Thursday this week. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. beat Rapid v- Wien 2 uh, you know, 0. We the, called him Rapid the other, the, other, the other week. Well, they're called Rapid Wien on the on the little thing I've got here. So, you know, you do the math. Who's pronouncing it right? Probably me. Um, yeah, it's a big game. Going into the kind of... I think the pair of them need to win this game because afterwards uh, Spurs play Man United, West Ham play Aston Villa away. Now, Villa aren't exactly doing incredible. We're not pulling up trees in 13th. But I do think Villa are a good team. Um, what, do you reckon so the, think, what do you reckon the prediction is then for... What is your... What? Prediction. Oh, this is it. I think it's going to be a really entertaining game. A 2-2? 3-3. 3-3. 3-3. Three, three. like last year, I right? think we're going to see an absolute barnstormer crackerjack of a game here. And so I'll go for that. It's obviously on a, on a, on a nice Sunday as well. Four o'clock. No. Two o'clock? Two o'clock. Yeah, two. You're, two you're o'clock the 4.30 game. The precursor. There you go. Yeah. I think it's going to be fun. I've eked that out long enough. Time to go to the next segment. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you, Mikey, for that segue into. I think West Ham beat them. Fancy football, but no Woods, because you have to put in a word there. Now denied. Now I think West. Woods, I think West Ham are better. If, if, if there's something that we've discussed about, is you know we no longer do the whole pause. I'm, we're now going into a break. So that's where we're going to be slipping in a break, mate. And now you just kind of ruined that because it's going to make no sense. Because I was going to I, slip straight into fantasy football. I, no one come to me to ask me about Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> for a reason because we're on, a, we're on a time constraint here and it's 32 minutes in and I want to get things wrapped shipped, up did they ship two goals to Newcastle they did, at the weekend yes. they and one was shipping. with 10 men as well two, two goals to that team mate yeah no they, they're getting a humbling at West Ham because West Ham are a proper football team mate and this 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 Spurs team is not um, one of the goals the Kane goal lovely take but I mean it was a marginal offside call and Newcastle are just so so poor they're abject it's, it was really weird actually watching Newcastle because for five minutes they played like, they played like they, <laughs> they played they played like a team that were like we really really should try because I knew owners and then after five minutes they're like we're not fit enough to do this <laughs> and, and then it, then it was just game over from that point on. Okay. <laughs> 
Right, I'm going to try again with a segue into some fantasy football. It's not really a segue, but we're just going to talk about some fantasy football whilst I write down the new time so Michael doesn't shout at me. Okay, um, Mikey, first of all, and this is for all the you know fantasy football players, but you in particular, because I know you're going to be leaving España on Friday. The deadline for this week is 6.30, okay? So bear that in mind. Won't be able to do it when you land. Do it before you leave, yeah? Okay. Yes, that's Thank all you. I wanted was an actual word contribution, not a nod. Thank you. Um, moving on, though, um, where, should, where should we angle this at? So basically, there were some big hits that came out of uh, the last game week in terms of Kane Seller and Kevin De Bruyne all recording double-digit hauls. One of those big hitters, though, also didn't, and that was Mr. Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo. And we have said it previously, Mikey, and I don't know if you were invested in this as well, Woods, but basically we were under the, once he's in, he's staying in. And I'm now going to be backtracking from that, and I'm going to say he's coming out. Um, despite, obviously, in the last pod we were saying that Cristiano Ronaldo isn't the problem, the fact is he doesn't seem to be getting a lot of chances. And I'm looking at Man United's game up-and-coming up schedule, i.e. you're playing Liverpool this weekend, which I think will be a tough one. But then you've also got Spurs, City and Chelsea over the next five game weeks. So, yeah, for me, he is out of here. Um, so you, you're asking, Lee, who are you going to replace him with? Well, I've said it before, the obvious replacement all the time is going to be probably Romelu Lukaku. Woods... You obviously mentioned that you know you're playing uh, you're playing Chelsea. Chelsea are playing Norwich this weekend, so you like to think you're going to be bagging some points. Now, for I commit to this, I just want to. Uh, uh, um, I just want some words of encouragement. There's going to be no sort of T squared rotation or anything. He's going to be featuring. He's going to be. Playing. I would assume that Lukaku rests midweek against Malmo with a view to play in the Premier League. That's perfect. That'd be my guess. That's all I need to hear. So on that note, he will be going in as a, as my probably number one captain choice. Um, but whilst we are speaking of captains, probably not difficult or too much to look away from Mo Salah playing a very porous Man United defence, although it is a big game. So it's there's always that element of risk. I think like with Salah, he had it recently a couple of weeks ago when he played against Man City. It's like Mo Salah is in hot form, but he's playing a difficult Opposition, well, I shouldn't really put Man City in inverted commas, but certainly Man United. But um, yeah, the issue is is it's hard to bypass Lukaku at home if you do have him in your squad or if you do shift him into your squad against Norwich. Although my only other thing I would notice is the twelve thirty kickoff, and I have this weird weird issue of captioning on the on the first game of of the of the game week because then it's got all that pressure. Then if if it, you did it this week. Well, yeah, because it was an easier one because it was Mo Salah. But, um, yeah. Anyway, well, thank thank you for that, Mikey. Thank you for calling me out on that because, you know, I was trying to, trying to put that in. Um, so, yeah, if you wanted to free up some cash and you didn't want to go Lukaku, so I, if you are getting rid of Ronaldo, um, one to highlight is Jamie Vardy. I think we may have spoken about him very briefly last time, but um, he's starting to gain some serious ownership now. He's up to 17%. Um, He's been. He was overlooked for the first sort of few game weeks of the uh, of the season, like because obviously Ronaldo and Lukaku coming in, sort of, and then Antonio in hot form. However, he's uh, he's up to uh, say seventeen percent uh, ownership, another two hundred twenty thousand plus uh, owners already so far. He's had six out of eight attacking game weeks. He's on penalties. 
He's got a strong fixture list as well. Um, I think he's only got one game that rates over the difficulty rating of four in his next nine game weeks. So that's. I mean, he's got Brentford this weekend. Yeah, so it's a, it's a tough one. But then you look at some of those other fixtures. I think it's only Chelsea that stands out as a. As a got Arsenal, Leeds. I mean, Leeds are shipping goals at the moment. So are Arsenal. I mean, two tonight yeah, against I mean, Crystal Palace. Yeah, I mean, two tonight. Yeah, that's fair. So, um, yeah, like I say, you know, basically it's like Jamie Vardy. He, he's. Uh, a fantasy football classic, I guess you know, or you know, to, to have in your team, or at some stage during the season, you'll always have a Jamie Vardy. I think he always features it somewhere along the line. Um, and I think, let me just get his price. I think he was around yeah, ten point six million. So, say if you did a straight swap with him for Ronaldo, you're freeing up probably a good couple of million, and then you can start investing maybe in other areas of the team, maybe in your midfielders. I know when we previously spoken over the last few weeks, we seem to have focused on informed budget midfielders um woods close your ears because you probably ain't gonna like me saying this but you know i think we need to maybe look at son for spurs spawn uh spawn spurs spawn. <laughs> oh spawny oh, um spurs whilst obviously erratic with their with their play <laughs> and their form son is yeah but ultimately playing a, a game with individuals so yeah son i think he's had attacking game weeks for his last three um the only reason why i have a bit of caution about spurs is that the next few game weeks are difficulty ratings of four but that does include man united and everton so take it with a pinch of salt i would say um so yeah that's where maybe i will be looking and again woods close your ears maybe looking at uh, a bamiyang he scored in his last three home games arsenal it's a it's a tough one i know but uh, um he's only 9.9 million um He's only got 2.5% ownership. So Michael's shaking his head. Scored but against tonight. Is a differential at 25 There ain't no fucking way I'm ever going to go to Bamiyang, mate. Ain't happening. Don't be silly. Villa yeah. than Leicester. I don't fancy them. No. Okay. Well, that's just, just giving you my expertise. It's, it's interesting. In all seriousness, like Lukaku or Vardy, who is it? Who is it? Right. In the short term, I think over the next few game weeks, I'm going... Lukaku because Chelsea have a really really favourable run mm. yeah the, this game week is the um, when when Ronaldo came um, available on the game um, a lot of people were identifying this game week as the switcher because United's horrible run and Chelsea's favourable run I think it's even more apparent because Ronaldo don't know how to, um, Man United don't know how to create any chances um, and in a weird way Lukaku's recent I don't want to call them struggles um, for Chelsea. Norwich is a layup. Hmm. It should be. Norwich is a great opportunity to get firing again. You know, um, it's, there's, it's too there's much, always going to be a stage. Too much of a slam dunk to pull up. Yeah, there's always going to be a stage where he will have a quiet period. You feel like now he's had his quiet period. And is it Norwich, Newcastle, and Burnley to come up? That's where you, yeah. you expect Lukaku to feast. So I do feel in the short term, maybe over the next three game weeks, definitely Lukaku. And then if you do want to free up some funds and you can look to then ship Lukaku on and keep an eye on Vardy's form and potentially bring him in. Just like to say thank you for Mason Greenwood for scoring today when I'm just taking him out of the team. And thank you for Jota, the guy that I put in to replace him, not playing. Thank you for that. that was, uh, well, that was the only other thing I was going to mention in terms of a personal dilemma. I've got Jota and Alonso who look to be no-goes at the moment. Fucking Alonso. I literally transferred him in two weeks on the bounce. He ain't played. And that's where we bring in Mr. Woods. I did say. I did, I, did, I did say. I did say. I said that he got yanked against Juve. 
and that Chilwell came on and I, I fancied Chilwell to start some and he's, he's, Chilwell scored free in his last three games including the England appearance so so moving forward with your Chelsea insight is it is basically Chilwell now the, the mainstay for that left back I'd, left I'd be back position <laughs> Chilwell became that guy for Chelsea at the back end of last season where he was consistently playing. But Can I put Reese James in yet? I, I'm getting annoyed by this as well. Um, I, Reese is struggling with a few nagging injuries. I was surprised he didn't play at the weekend. Um, so I'd anticipate that he'd be back for the weekend. I was but- saying that Reese James was actually Samson and he's just missing his hair. <laughs> It might be. That might be the, the the source of all his powers. It is frustrating that he hasn't come back in. Well, Sh- uh, Shalabar's getting a lot of game, he's getting a lot of game minutes, time, yeah. isn't he? And it's um it's frustrating because you you, you want to risk putting him in from a fantasy perspective. He's like pretty much the cheapest Chelsea player or cheap, cheapest yeah. Chelsea defender and a nice cheap way route to getting into that Chelsea defence. And yet I know what will happen. This is why I well, held back for several weeks with Lonzo, just waiting for him to be yanked. And as what Mikey did, I did exactly the same thing two weeks ago. Put him in, he's now not featured. Well, well the, the thing with Charlebar is that he's competing for a spot, which there are three of, right? Famously, Chelsea play with three central defenders, as Liverpool fans like to point out regularly. Um, that is a cheat that they do that. Um, Thiago Silva wasn't available because he'd been playing in Brazil. Uh, so he'll... Is he not retired yet from international football? Is he still- no, he's still, mate. He's going to the World Cup next year, isn't he? I guess. I guess that's kind of like what you, why you carry on playing for. I guess if you if you can, it's still the peak of uh, professional football is to go represent your nation at the World Cup. And I guess if you're Brazilian as well, you go in with the hope and the remote possibility of actually winning that competition. But Rudiger will be back. He's been injured. And as per quota, we'll, we'll, we'll play as well. So you look at the starting spots in that back three, that they are, despite being three of them, that the, the, the Christensen would also probably go in ahead of Shalaba as well. So all of a sudden you've got four players that uh, will likely start ahead of them. But Shalaba will rotate in and out. It's just you won't know when. Well, the thing that's, is, that's I, I tried that with Christensen. I, I thought, I go, there's, there's a nice, cheaper pathway to getting into that Chelsea defence. Five million, didn't play. I did the, sa- I did the same, the exact same thing. It's getting, I'm getting a bit... Peeved with Chris, old T-Squared. Chris, Christensen played this weekend. Um, <laughs> Not for me, he didn't. <laughs> yeah. I, look, if you if you want a Chelsea defender that will play regularly, it's Cesar Azpilicueta. Yeah, and he's at the more premium side of six million. He is the more premium. Some, but sometimes it's, it's, when you're looking for a little bit of a cheaper option. Mate, I went, I, I, I took Shaw out this week and just brought in Cancelo and he comes, it comes in with six points. Mm. That that when I'm when I'm bringing in a premium defender, that's what that's the kind of returns I want to see. Yeah, and I think again, Cancelo is featuring and is a, the most transferred in. It's a it's a sound way in uh, into that Man City defense. Um, so yeah, I think this week might be the first week I use a take a points hit because I've got a Jota, a Alonso, and a Ronaldo, and two of them. I took a points hit last. Two week. of them have to go. So yeah, I think based on our conversation, I think it might be Alonso and Ronaldo. So yeah, that's my point of view. That's my perspective. Just a very quick one. The hands up and apologies for our own pot of two halves fantasy football. I went Lukaku as captain this week or, or last game week, should I say. And that, that did not pay off at all, uh, especially when you got Salah in the team as well. And I opted to try something a bit risky and something a bit different and it didn't pay off. So yes, apologies. A pot of two halves team, Lee, is in eighth. Yes, well, we missed out. Your team appears to be suspiciously a lot better than the Pod of Two Halves team. Well, essentially, whatever I don't do in my own team, then I take the risk and do it with he's, the Pod of Two Halves Are you saying team. that he's sinking our, our team deliberately to make his other mm. team 
In fact, all three of our teams are doing better than the pod of two hours team. I'm, I'm, I'm still having to <laughs> battle with the, the likes of uh, having... We had Sancho at the beginning and Smith-Rowe and the like, which I've had to slowly shift out over the game week. So, you know, bear with me. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, yeah, Fantasy Football Corner wrapped up. Cancelo. Stunning. Cancelo's Thank you, Lee. had some mad numbers, actually. I haven't actually really been paying that much attention to it, but he's having the... From a fantasy football perspective, like you say, he's ticking along six pretty much every week. But if he isn't getting a clean, clean sheet, sheet he's, getting, he's getting an attacking output. An assist, yeah. And then sometimes he's getting both and it's happy days. Basically, he's the cheaper Trent Alexander-Arnold. I'm still riding with Trent. Oh, yeah, same here. Uh, he went ages ago. Yeah, I kept him in. No, I kept him in as well. Picked up another six points this last weekend. Yeah. Goody for you. Yes. I'm just trying to work out if I... <laughs> I think you had a quite good game week, if I remember rightly, Mike. I think you, you're top of the league again, so... No, I think once your once you're, uh, you're bench players comes in, because you had two players... Yeah, they, start, they scored right? a combination of three points. Yeah, and I think that puts you ahead of me by two points. Yeah, no. okay. Well, we'll see. So, yeah. Okay. Um, boys, anything else to say? No, 46 minutes. Let's wrap this sucker up. Let's wrap it up then. Um are we going to be doing a... Should we just have a quick... No. No, we're not doing a pod next week? No, we're going to be in Scotland. But then after that, when we return from Scotland? No, because I'm going to be... I mean, I have no... I've got... I think I'm going to have to... What, too far? I'm going to take my... I am going to be taking probably my microphone and my laptop home with me so I can do the pod from home. Which means it will be with you in Scotland. Which means it will be with me in Scotland. So we could potentially do a live pod with all of the guys. On the Tuesday, that would be a car crash. No, no, no. Yeah. It, won't be a, it, wait, it may well be. We we did uh, on one of our previous podcasts. That's me, Mikey. Did we we had the boys around, didn't we? Which it was a car crash, but it was a good car crash. It was entertaining uh, as you like. To be entertaining fair. for uh, you boys, but was it entertaining for the listeners? It was our highest ever listened to show. Boom. Okay then. Well, you sold it then. So maybe maybe listeners, when you next hear us after this pod. We're all going to be pissed up lads on the stag. Just doing an oi oi as you, as you... I don't know. How is your watch? <laughs> I don't know. I was going to say something I don't know. quite rude. Try, I was like, no, I won't say that. Trying to kind of yeah, watch myself. Don't watch want to get cancelled on that. Exactly. But anyway, okay. So maybe something to look forward to. And on that note, I'm going to say my goodbyes. So goodbye. Mate, come on. Like, subscribe, review all of those things if you like the show share it with your best pals go to your neighbour knock on the door record burn the show to a CD disc and post it through the letterbox yeah encourage some listening on the old hi-fi yeah exactly or get your old mini disc out and we'll put it on a mini disc for you yeah mate we've got we've got hours of content that we've done on the old mini disc we've put on exactly. love it love it if you've got pigeon carrier send your pigeon to your friend tell them all about it Exactly. Mate. Arrivederci. Woody. Arrivederci. And adios. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.